Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys. Tonight, I'm hanging out with Colin, the must stash for near. That's <laughs> What's right. What's going on? Fantasy, must stash. Stash. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Like that? You like My that? My whole bench is empty with hurt guys. No, you got uh, you got uh, Odo Beckham down there. Yeah, that'd be good. Must stash. Stash. Mm-hmm. Like that little wordplay? Genius. Um, welcome in everybody. Tyler remains at the top, the number one spot in our league. He his win streak is intact still. He's good, good for Tyler. He's scary. His I, team I, looks really fucking good. Like <laughs> I texted him some like I can't remember what I said, like F you or like stop Tyler, something like that. And he responded, yeah. Tyler the Twister. Oh which is yeah. Kind of just can't stop him. It's a fact. Justin Herbert kind of not looking bad right now. And now he's getting Deshaun in like two weeks or whatever it is. Dude, I forgot about that. So Tyler is looking pretty tough at this point. He said, Tyler, the twister is unstoppable. Category five with no end, leaving teams I play destroyed in jambles. He's right. I wish I could say something about that, but he is fucking right. Very accurate. Good nickname. Tyler the Tornado or Tyler uh, the Twister. Twister. Sorry. Twister. Cat, he's a cat five. I agree. Scary. I'm not Dude, sure if tornadoes just... are ranked like that, like hurricanes are, but. Well, he's a combo, Nick. He's a half hurricane, oh. half tornado hybrid. So, sort of like a water spout. Mm hmm. Water spouts are kind of scary. Dude, when he's lot, what's the win streak? Are we going to talk about nine that? wins? Nine. He's nine and two, I think, and he's one. Nine games in a row. Yeah. And the thing about that is it looks like he's heating up. Oh, yeah. He's not. He's not. It's he's, like, his team isn't crippled right. at all. He's not really. It's like he's getting injuries. better. Yeah, he's, he's only getting up. better. All right. A couple small, a couple uh, small things before we really dive in. Got some name changes. Just want to shout out. Uh, first one, Dylan changes name to cash only. Fucker. Right. Why? Because you just smacked. Asked me this week. I don't <laughs> He's ready know to get paid. exactly what the okay. Maybe that's what it is. Cash only in terms of he wants to get paid. That's what I think, dude. His team would look good. Or I wasn't sure. Maybe this is just me because I've offered a bunch of trades and he turns me down every time. Maybe he's saying like yeah. he'll only take cash for his players because he's, he's a little sick of the trades. Maybe. But I mean, I haven't offered him trades in, since like last week, so not exactly dude, I, timely. But that's just what my mind went to. Is, Cash I don't know players. if you if you're pretty good and you score 168 points, team's looking hot. Or maybe he just confident. means like he is confident in him. Yeah, like he's money. Yeah, he's, That's he's cash it. money. Take Either it. way, I like the name change. Good job, Dylan. We got another one, Lucas, who is almost a a weekly name change at this point. Which I I really I'm into it. Yeah, I love it. I don't think we've actually followed it as closely as maybe we should have on here. I think and we've, we've probably named every time he he's renamed himself, but really, I, I don't know if we've been on here like what when he's already done it. So I think right. we probably miss them, but I yes. always look at it. And this week, Nick, it's probably your favorite name. Yeah. So Lucas changed his name to Team Over the Humps, which is actually <laughs> very creative. You know, very creative. He finally got a win after a long losing streak. So he's over. The hump metaphorically, and he's also over 
the uh, humps um, this week. Literally, his score was over my score. So, yeah, Lucas, what can I say? He had a great, <laughs> great week, name. and I did not have a great week. So, there you go. I also changed my name to Graham Gano Balls. Dude, um, I, in honor of Graham Gano having I, zero I don't think points. I've, I've seen a worse kicker than that. Because he, it Unreal. wasn't like he just didn't get a chance. It was like a shutout. He, he was two extra points and kicked no field goals. And it kicked no field goals. At first, I thought he kicked no extra points, but he missed two, and then they didn't even give him another try. And he's good. I thought they scored usually. three touchdowns. Yeah, I know he's good. He's supposed to be good. Probably. Like he's, the top, he's like the top twelve eight kickers, I think, this year. Not now. No. Well, I don't know. Now, I don't know. He might get dropped. He might drop his ass. Who knows? Graham Gano balls. So <laughs> That's a good name. I thought that was funny and creative because fuck him. It, it wouldn't have. If I would have made another decision and Graham Gano wouldn't have had zero points, then I maybe would have had a chance to beat Lucas. But I wonder how many shutouts there have been or like how many kickers have got zero points but actually kicked. It's probably the first time. I, I don't know, idea, but I don't know. It's a good question. I'm sure. No, I'm sure there's been kickers that have gotten zero points this season. But oh, uh, compare that to uh, Luke's kicker was like a flex. Oh player. yeah, yeah. Luke's kicker fucking had like twenty something points. Basically, I heard it was in contention for the best performance by a fantasy kicker ever. It's it missed it by like a, a point and a half. <laughs> Very fitting. It's unreal. He, it, he stole all your points. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the scores yep. and everything, but congratulations, Lucas, and fuck yourself, Graham Gano. Um yeah, it was I don't know. Felt kind of like a, I say this every week, but this was kind of a crazy week, man. Like it was some weird stuff happened this week. The only weird thing that the only thing that wasn't weird that happened is Tyler continued to dominate, which is he's just up. on. Yeah, he had the best individual performance of the week. He had one hundred and seventy nine point two points this week. So a very Jesus. good performance. Very good performance. Tom Roth had the worst performance in the week. One oh one point three. I cracked a hundred. So, hey, I'll take that. Our worst player, the our, our worst team of the league this week was over 100 points so that's good getting better and then the highest scoring matchup of the week was colin versus dylan 295 points that's tough yeah that is tough i i didn't know that well i guess dylan went off dylan did have a very good week himself as he says cash only he had 168 points so right behind Tyler, 10 points behind Tyler. I feel like his team finally, of course, it was when he's playing me, but they finally like sure. did what they should be doing. Yes, I think his team is coming into his own, to its own at this point. It looks good. Like Dylan's team is loaded up. Um, Top 12 performance of the week. Just to lay it out, um, three quarterbacks, three wide receivers, Two running backs, one tight end, and three defenses in the top twelve this week. That's Bizarre, pretty... and and even like that one running back that's in there, 
who the fuck is that? Samaj P. Ryan. Right. Good, good question, Colin. Um, he is number 12, so we can go from number 12 to number one. Okay. Samaj P. Ryan, Cincinnati's backup quarterback. Uh, been getting a, a few touches each game through the year, but I think Joe Mixon went down or he came out with some sort of head injury. I think he's in concussion protocol. Concussion. He might miss the next game, but he'll be fine. P. Ryan caught three touchdowns this week. Caught three. So that's a lot of points. He had, let me see, 31 points this week. Dude, that what? that is like why you handcuff. If oh, a yes. star running back goes down, the backup just fills in. Right. And P. Ryan, I mean, he would get you a few points each week. It's not like he... Really? I, I think I was looking at it. Like, who is this guy? And he averaged, I mean, like I mean after, after this week, his average is 8.4 points per game. Okay. So, but that's after this week, which was 30 something points by far his best week. So that's going to skew it a little bit. But right above him, Jacoby Brissett had 31 and a half points. Right above him, Joe Ooh. Burrow, 32 and a half. Right above him, Patrick Mahomes. 32.8. So the three quarterbacks in the top 12 right there above P Ryan. And it's nice to see Brissett go Browns. Yeah. I, you know, I guess that makes sense. Dome football, Nick. Uh, I mean, he was in a dome. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it only makes sense in a dome. Um, He's kind of going out with a bang. Yeah. You know, if they're going to put Watson in when he comes but back. Why yeah. Not? Let's make it the Browns. Going to make, make it, it hard, on. make it hard yep. on us to bench him. I really think I, – I don't think he's, like, expecting to have won the job. No. I think he's just playing well because he can at this point. Yeah. I mean, he he was looking really good for a while, but then he was making a bunch of late mistakes, like those interceptions. He, he could have – he's, like, a couple throws off from – Yeah. I mean, he threw a touchdown at the end of the game kind of when we already lost this one to People's Jones. But I will say, like, we have a good offense. We have a good offensive line. We have two good receivers. Now Peoples Jones has really come online. We got two good running backs. And, I mean, our tight end, Njoku, has been hurt. But he's a really talented guy who we're getting back now. So our offense is, like, yeah, but not that's that bad. What's depressing. Thinking. We're playing preseason football the rest of the year, Nick. Let's I mean, uh, yeah, get, get this new. Hey, at least it's here. like we're playing with, with house money. It's no pressure. Fuck it. I mean, we already yeah. – expectations for this season are down the tube, so let's just see uh, Watson see come out and, like, get his feet underneath him, you know, work his way into I it. I mean, he, he's going to need it. When's the last time he played football? Right, exactly. It's been a long time. That's what I mean. Like, So this is long-term strategy. It. Browns, let's be a little bit bad so we can bring Watson back. Better pick. Oh, actually, Better. we don't even well, have a first-round pick yeah. for the next Didn't couple years. Didn't we give years. that away? We did. We, we did. It's so like we can't matter. really rebuild through the draft. <laughs> So, so yeah, anyways, go Brownies. Jacoby Brissett up there in the top 12 for fantasy yeah. quarterbacks. Is that week. the first? That's pr- got to be the first time a Browns player has been up in the top. No, Nick Chubb's been up there. And I think oh, Amari. Duh. No shit. Yeah. Oh, also, Colin. Yeah, I've completely oh, forgot about Chubb. What an idiot. Right above the three quarterbacks, Jacoby Brissett, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes is our first defense, commander's defense. They had 33 points. Right above Commander's defense was Amari Cooper, Brownies, 33.3 points. Who there you go. is Dylan's defense? 
Commanders defense. So he had Cooper. He had the, I was yeah. kind of like I was looking at that and I was like, why is he playing Washington? He must have. Well, dude, and them up. now they're getting back. Um, shit, I can't remember his name. Chase Young, the the uh, defensive end from Ohio State, and he's been hurt. Oh, and now yeah. they're getting him back, and they should be much better. They're, their are they gonna make the playoffs? Maybe. They might. <laughs> That's such a weird. Now they got their backup in, and their offense seems to be a little bit better. I mean, they haven't been playing the best, you know, opponents last couple weeks but um right above amari cooper another defense patriots defense that's yours colin 33.4 points number one defense i'm shot evan anyone wants to trade wait number one defense in the league right now i think so oh yeah you're right they are fuck yeah dude that's sweet but they were not the number one defense on the week that was the falcons they had 35.3 points right above the Patriots, but below the Falcons were two receivers, Josh Palmer and Devontae Adams. They both had, well, Palmer had 34 points, Devontae Adams had 35 points. I did not start Josh Palmer this week, which fucking blows. So if I did and Graham Gano would have had normal amount of points, like eight, I <laughs> probably any. would have been in this, but instead... I, I mean, how do you how do you start Palmer though? Because Keenan was we back, debated. Mike I Williams. mean, I even went over it with you. Like, I think yeah. it was a rational thought. I because yeah, um, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both came back this week, and Palmer was naturally moved. You know, to being like less valuable. You're gonna think he's gonna get less touches. Surprising thing is, both Mike Williams. And Keenan Allen were in the game when Josh Palmer caught his first touchdown pass. It's weird. I, maybe, maybe they were just like everyone's going to think we're going to target these guys. I mean, I maybe. Know. I think he was just like been in the offense, and the the two of them were like coming in on snap counts. I mean, you know, yep. like limited number of snaps in the game. So Palmer was probably a bigger part of the offense, just coming into it. But now I think, I. I my confidence in Mike Williams' ankle is not good. I mean, he had like a high ankle sprain he was coming back from, and now he's re-aggravated it. So I think that makes Palmer pretty valuable moving forward. I mean, he's talented. So I'm lucky I had him on my bench. I'm just I'm happy for Luke about Keenan. He got I don't, not oh, yeah, many Keenan, points, hey, but he's scored. Keenan Allen, 11 points. I mean, I will hey, fucking take that. Uh, we'll give Devontae Adam his due. Tom Roth. Uh probably Tom's best player 35 points he he's just a stud the rest of their team is terrible um he's Vegas. that doesn't surprise me I mean he's just yeah well Vegas I, actually does surprise he's me. doing the same thing that he did in Green Bay and it's almost just like he sucks up so much of the offense that like although they're running the back is pretty thing. good there right but like he's like the only thing Right. So I don't know. It's just, he is their offense. He is their whole offense. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But he's obviously good. He's good for fantasy. So, yeah. Right above him, the Falcons, 35 points. Right above him, Tyler's guy, Travis Kelsey, 37 and a half points. Unreal. He's a he's so fucking good, dude. He's I think a he's, fantasy superstar. What, do you have like five catches and like two or three touchdowns? Three touchdowns probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Unreal. It's 
every week. He's so fucking good. Um, we might get to it later, but if we have time, we'll go over like the top players through the first eleven weeks. And Travis Kelsey is up there in the top, probably I think top ten to. in our fantasy league. Yeah, it's impressive. He just doesn't like the thing about him, he's not boomer bust. Like he always is going to have like ten no, minimum ten bust. points. I think more like fifteen minimum. I don't even. Probably, I would have, I'd to, have look, to look at, look his, at his thing. His, right. Oh, yeah, I wonder what his, his low score could be. Fifteen. His average. His average on the year is twenty three and point one points. That's insane. I think they've already had their buy. So that's they did. Yeah, so that's yeah, they, 10 games. I think it was week eight. That's crazy. Dude, that is okay. Yeah, he's not scoring under 15 no. like ever. All right. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's in contention. When we do our vote at the end of the year, he might be, he will be top five fantasy players. He has to be. I don't know how you could put anybody else like above him or very many people. Coop, uh, Cooper Cup was on his way. Yes, yes, Cooper Cup for sure but, would have been up there, and probably some of these RIP. quarterbacks you got to look at by the end of the season. But like, it's surprising. Josh Allen, you know, he's kind of like falling down a little yeah. bit. Lamar Jackson, kind of falling down a little bit. So maybe we are seeing like we saw some stuff beginning of the season made us really excited about these quarterbacks, but maybe we're seeing why they don't get taken in the first round. Yep. Um, just to round this out, the best fantasy player in our league this week was Tony Pollard. He had 41.9 points. I did start Tony Pollard. I was debating not starting, yeah. him, but I fucking think did. about if you dude, if you didn't, I would have been out. Yeah. Oh my. I would have yeah. I, you know, I would have been beside myself. Because Zeke was so back. Pissed. Zeke was back, yeah, but I think Pollard's taking I think Pollard is taking the backfield. It feels that way. He has to. He is, is so wild. good when he touches the ball. It's like you can tell he is so good. And yeah, he had like two touchdowns again this week. So that rounds out the top 12. Hopefully, he had some players in there. Do you want to take a look at the box scores from this week? Yes. All right. We got a lot of shifting going on. A lot of shifting. And we will start at the top with Tyler versus Ungi. Tyler won this one. He had the best performance of the week, 179 to Ungi's 107. And it's like Ungi didn't even care when Tyler was just killing him here. <laughs> Tyler um, the Twister. It doesn't Tyler even matter who he plays. Another victim. No, it really doesn't matter who he plays. And I was even looking back at it. Tyler is so consistent week to week. Like, this might be his best week of the season. I don't know for sure. But, like, even his worst week of the season is, like, 135. Like, he doesn't have, right. like, bad weeks. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's really what you want. And, like, Travis Kelsey plays a huge part of that. He has Christian McCaffrey as well. And, and dude, that is another reason why I think he's, like, really on the up. Because San Francisco has a lot of weapons. I think they're going to start being really good. And, like... Tyler's been making moves all season. Me and him have been tied for the most moves, like most of the season. And so, like, lo looking at his bench, he's got Deshaun. We were talking about this. He's got Herbert, who's finally coming online. He had 23 points this week. 
and he's got the Sean Watson on his bench. He's coming back in a few weeks. Like, dude, that's looking good. Doesn't he have that um, New England running back? Damian yeah, he's got Harris. Damian Harris now who is coming I've, back I've been from reading Yep. Yeah, but Ramondre is – I don't That's know what if they say, take but, over. Ramondre is so we'll good. I can. I definitely can good, see – It's worth having on your bench. Oh, 100%. No, he's yeah. – I wish I had him on my bench. I'm not so confident that he, he was there, take the dude. backfield unless there's an injury because Ramondre Stevenson is very, very good in my opinion. But yeah. he's definitely going to split the backfield. And Bill Belichick, who knows, like – if Ramondre steps one toe out of line, Belichick will bench his ass. Yeah. One fumble, you're gone. Go right in. Right. One fumble in a bad spot. So yeah, hundred percent. I would have that him on my bench. I mean, he had twelve points this week. There are they're splitting the backfield right now. He's also got Traylon Burks, who I drafted and then he got hurt and I dropped him earlier in the season, but he grabbed him. Uh had him on his IR for a couple weeks. He had twenty points this week on his bench. So yeah, dude. Travis Etienne on by on his bench this week, and he still put up this huge week. Crazy. Yeah, uh, this late in the season to have bench players like that that you can throw in is right. That's what you crucial. need. He's ready for his playoff push. Just to run through his starting lineup: Justin Herbert, Christian McCaffrey, Jamal Williams, um, who is still very important to that Detroit offense right now. CeeDee Lamb, Devonta Smith, Travis Kelsey, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Raiders defense, and Harrison Buckner, who he's had all season. Peoples-Jones, 17 points. Like, he's on every single thing I read and hear to pick, pick up right up. now. Yep. And, yeah, he's going to be good. And with Deshaun coming back, he's got a fucking stack right there. Dude, I swear, wide receiver I, stack. I was reading I mean, through, he like, is waiver, set, dude. Waivers like who you're supposed to be picking up, and it's like every time I go search, it's like fucking Tyler has him. Yep, that's right. He is good. He knows what he's doing. Uh, Damian Harris, Traylon Burks, Deshaun Watson, and Peoples Jones are all like waiver guys to pick up right now. So, I mean, he knows what he's doing. Looking at the other side, Ungi had kind of a disappointing week. Aaron Rodgers had a strong showing, uh, 21 points. Nick Chubb, 11, not good. Jalen Warren, Pittsburgh's backup running back, who was a promising waiver pickup last week, got hurt in this game and had, like, less than two points. He had Amon Ross St. Brown with 15, Garrett Wilson with three. There is some turmoil going on with the Jets right now. Yeah, I'm not really that surprised. They're getting ready to bench Zach Wilson. Right. He and dude, everyone was like, oh, Zach Wilson, like field sucks. Look at you now. Yep. Look at him now. He's a dumbass. They they scored three points and had like a terrible 77 yards of total offense or something terrible like that in this game or passing yards, maybe. And they asked him after the game, like, hey, uh, do you feel like you kind of let your defense down with that offensive performance? And he just said, no, no. Like, that's what he said. No. <laughs> well, twice. you did. So, and like, they're like, yeah, dude, this guy just fucking doesn't get, get him it. Out him. So, isn't he the uh, guy that bangs moms? Yes, I think so. Yeah. At least he's got that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ungi had DeAndre Hopkins with 18. He is still good. Tyler Higby with eight and a half. I mean, that's fine for, for a tight end. And I think he's going to just continue to get more volume. 
Uh, Ravens defense, 21 points. That's very good. Justin Tucker was seven. He's, he had Mike Evans on the on by, Jamar Chase, who's still out. And I was trying to get him to trade me, Jamar Chase, and he would not. Ungi, that's a mistake, bud. You could have Why? been in this. Who, what, what was the trade? Let me hear. Um, it was. Was this pre-injury? No, no. Oh, so this was last okay. week when he was still in. Strategy. Yeah. I mean, it was Michael Pittman and one of my running backs for him. I mean, you know, he didn't make the trade. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying I was trying to peel him away from. I think it was smart for Ungi to keep him. But it's scary because Ungi's trying to make the playoffs. You got to compete right. week to week, man. To win if, now. How long are you going to hold on to Jamar Chase getting you zero points on your bench, man? Right. Till, till I mean, he's available I, for the loser bracket. Yeah, I guess just use him for the loser bracket at this point. Like, if you're not trying to get to the winner, you know, don't let me pressure you or anything. But, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm, I would not trade him. He had the Falcons defense on his bench, and they were like the fourth highest scoring player in fantasy in our league this week 35 points. So that's they not played great. Chicago. I'm surprised. Yep. And they're not that good usually. They played Chicago, and Fields got hurt in that game. His left shoulder. So How are you feeling about that? <laughs> I'm feeling not great. I am feeling strong. <laughs> I about actually Chico didn't Smith, know that. Who is my backup quarterback? He's going to have hopefully a good matchup this week. But I am very scared about scared about Fields. Like honestly, I think I didn't realize it because I was looking at his points and he still had like twenty something points. Oh yeah, no, he had, he, a, good, he had a fine week. He did. I think he just came out of the game and like after the game they gave him a questionable tag because of his shoulder. So. All right, let's move to the next one. Blake versus Mike. Blake got this one, 136 to Mike's 117. Big Matt, this was a big This game. was a big one. This one was huge. Kind of, this one was close the whole time and um Blake needed this win and it's tough for Mike. He's not out of it quite yet, but tough loss for Mike here. And like dude, look at Mike's roster. It's fucking good. good. It's it is good. It's not bad at all. Lamar had a very bad week. Yeah, he. I mean, yeah. Let's and, run and through the Mike's. Bills. Unfortunately, played good. Yeah, let's start with Mike. So he had Lamar sixteen points, Jonathan Taylor eighteen points, James Conner fourteen, T Higgins twenty five. I mean, I that's that's good. Yeah. Tyler Boyd six points. That's not great. Ramondre Stevenson fifteen. That's good. Daryl Henderson, one point, not good. Bills defense, 15, good. Nick Folk, four. So some weak pieces. Like, he didn't have, like, a spike big week. I mean, T. Higgins with 25 points was his highest score for the week. I can't believe Lamar did that bad. They played Carolina. Dude. What was, that game was I like a am a little bit worried about Lamar. Yeah. I didn't watch it. And I haven't really read he about it. He has not been looking great. And they don't have a great pass offense. And, like, all their running backs are beat up. Yeah. Well, they're uh, hurt. at They're they're desperate for quarterback. Or, I mean, wide receivers. Right, wide lost. receiver. Well, finally, they're getting – they got Mark Andrews back, finally. That's it, it, that's a must for their offense. But, um, you know, I never would have guessed this matchup 
like two of like Allen had 13 points and Jackson, like the quarterback matchup, I thought would be the highlight. Right. Yeah. Looking at Blake's team. Yeah, you're right. Um, Josh Allen had 13 points. Uh, Devin Singletary had 19 and Stefan Diggs had 14. So it's not very often that Singletary is the highest score out of those three bills on his team. Never. He had DeAndre Swift with 12, Cortland Sutton with 13, Alan Lazard with 10, then his new boy, Christian Watson, with 21, Steelers defense with 19, and Joey Sly, Washington's kicker, with 12 points. So kind of like Mike's scores, except he didn't have any low, like, single-digit scores, but he didn't have any, like, high spikes except for Christian Watson at 21 as his highest. Which, wasn't that a waiver? That was a waiver from last week, right? So, that's a good move. That was the one we were talking about, and I was. Those are the ones words. you're like, I don't know if I should start him, and then you do. He does that, you're like, hell yeah. Blake had a, I mean, yeah. The only he left Dallas's defense on the bench with 27 points. I mean, they played Minnesota, so I probably wouldn't have played him either. But I mean, that's a good. I mean, did he, I see he's got Slayton down there. Yeah, I was looking for Darius which is Slayton. Me too. I because, was. Uh, Wandale got hurt. I know. He's like their only receiver now. Good for you, Blake. Yeah, he had him last week. I was I was peeping that as well, Colin. So yeah. All right. I think yeah, that that was big because Blake jumped up. He's I think he's six, maybe. Blake is in a good yeah, good shape now. Or better much better shape. Um next one, Tom Roth versus Matt. And Matt won this one, one thirty nine to Tom Ross, one hundred one. And I, I'd be curious just to see how many times Matt has played somebody who has had the worst uh, score of the week. Yeah, I feel like he just, just a keeps... little curious. <laughs> we should look at that. I feel like Matt he just had... can't lose his respectable one thirty nine. That is respectable, and that would have beat me this week. But it's just like, man, he play, you know, it's, uh, man. But good for play, a. a win yeah, is a win. Yeah, you're you got to play your schedule. So that's his opponent. So he's beaten up on Tom Roth, which is good. Tom Roth had an unfortunate week. Christian, I'm, I'm sorry. Kirk Cousins had one point seven points. Dude, their offense was terrible. They looked I, horrible. They got blown out. And I felt that with Justin Jefferson. Yeah, they got blown out. It was ugly. Dallas is good and Minnesota kind of got the light was, shined on them a little yeah, bit. Like they, that was shocking. Yeah. Um he has Joe Mixon with 9.9. He got hurt. He did. He got hurt midway through the game. That's why P Ryan had a massive game there. Um David Montgomery 22 points. That's good. Then his big boy Devontae Adams 35 points. Terrence Marshall, 10 points. Adam Thielen, 4 points. Drake London, 7. Cardinals defense, minus minus 2 points. Minus 2.5 points. Chase McLaughlin, 12. Wow, must be nice to have a kicker who actually gets you fucking points. (laughs) Must be nice. Dude, I'm looking at these. Yeah, this matchup, like kickers are scoring. Yeah, looking at Matt's side here. He didn't have his best week. But, like, he had – I mean, his best players were in, including his kicker, Brett Maher, 23 points. 
49ers defense, 14 points. His new boy, Isaiah Pacheco, 15 points. Connor, that's kind of tough for you to see, but hell of a pickup, Matt. Yep. That's this is what you're searching for in waivers. I'm just this is a prime example. And it I is know, wild. Like they, these guys come up and they're just instant starts putting up 15, 20 points. I mean, his kind of has to do with the injury. Um, what's his face? Uh Clyde Edwards Alaire came out of this game banged up. Or maybe came out of last week's game banged up. So Pacheco is he will get all their running downs, and I think um, Jarek McKinnon is like their pass down guy, I think. Before we go to the next guy, I want to say, didn't Matt drop Young Hoku, the kicker? Yeah. So he knew something, dude. Yeah, what the fuck? And Young Ho had 23 points. Young Ho had 12 points, bro. Right. And he did it just like kind of randomly. I'm like, I saw that and I was, I was wondering like, that's what your he was boy. Doing. Why are you doing? Yeah. It, Hey, Matt, I mean, it paid off. Yeah, but Good move. I don't know what but look out because I'm going to grab uh, Young Ho off uh, waivers here. So look out. Just letting everybody know what I'm doing. Okay. Elliot told him. I mean, he must have something. That's crazy. He had Michael Carter starting with only three and a half points. That's not great. He had Devin Duvernay starting with one and a half points. Not good. He should be their one, number one receiver right Is now. Is he hurt now? I don't, I don't think so, dude. I think they just, I mean, they didn't score any points. Yeah, I guess so. What a crazy game. 13-3, them versus Carolina. That's wow. Uh, he had Terry McLaurin, who had a nine-and-a-half-point game against Houston. Josh Jacobs, 24-and-a-half points. I mean, he's still playing really well. Alvin Kamara with 14 points. And then his big boy, Patrick Mahomes, 20 – I'm sorry, 32.8 points. I think we yeah. can just kind of end the debate. It's like everyone's like – Mahomes, is he that good still? Yeah. He oh, is. hell yeah. Yes. Probably the best quarterback you could have right now. All right. Next one. Uh, let's take a look at Dylan versus UConn. Cash only scored 168.5 points, and Rocky Mountain Rebuild scored 126.74. It was tough watching the Browns because he has Cooper who had yes. a big game. And it's like, yes, fuck. Dude, Amari Cooper. <laughs> yeah. He is real. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Deshaun Watson comes in. I'm I'm assuming there will be a drop off, like a little bit of a drop here before things get better. Because Deshaun's going to come in a little bit rusty, I think. He has to. There's no way he and comes he, I mean, in and he's playing right. at prime time like Deshaun. I, I just, but we're, that's we're not seeing realistic. how good Cooper is, though. Oh, yeah, dude. Amari Cooper is still good. I mean, granted, he played in a dome and a neutral site dome at that, which I think somehow matters for him. Have you seen his home and away splits? No. He has like single-digit scores for away games, and he scores like 20-plus points for home games. And this was the first – and that's that's through all – that's through Dallas – playing for Dallas, the Raiders, and the Browns. It's like that consistent. And Maybe he's this, a party. They played at a neutral site in Detroit, and he had a great game. So it must have something to do with the crowd. I don't know. Something. Or he's a partier. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Hey, you would think, though, this is technically still on the road. Right. That's what I thought. So that's why it must be something with, like, the opposing It was a late fans. game change, though. He didn't have his party set up. That may be what it was. 
So that was Dylan's high score was Amari Cooper, 33 points. Then he had Jalen Hurts, 25. Dalvin Cook, 8. Aaron Jones, 14. DJ Moore, 5 points. I heard they're putting in Sam Darnold. Yeah, they are. Game, yep. Which could be good for DJ Moore. I think it has to be. It could Can't be, be much bad. worse. Right. Um, he had Antonio Gibson, 15 points. Pat Fryermuth, uh, 16 points. <clears throat> Excuse me. Commander's defense, 33. And Evan McPherson, 17. So, really nice week for Dylan. Yeah, I'm, I, congrats on that Washington defense start. I don't know what I was thinking. I haven't looked them up, but. Dude, they're good. It was a yeah. hell of a defensive battle. 33 points for Washington, 33.4 for the Patriots. Holy shit. Yep. Dude. Defense and... wins championships. All right. Uh, and then, Colin, let's look at your team. I think it's just, this is funny, and we need to talk about this. Uh, first, let's roll through your team. Uh, you had 126 points. That's pretty good. Pretty Not proud great. of that. Daniel Jones, 27 points. Good. Miles Sanders, 7 points. Not that great. He's, he's been sucking. Dude, Latavius Murray, what a fucking pickup. 18 points. And he's only going to get better. They dropped. They waved Mike. Uh, not Mike Gordon. Melvin. Melvin Gordon. They waved Melvin Which Gordon. Which is wild. Over. He fumbles. He fumbles way too much. Latavius Murray is going to have the backfield at this point. It seems like he's going to be the number one running back there. So that is. A good pickup for you. Uh, Jacoby Myers, nine points. Gabe Davis, 11. Brandon Ayuk, 16. He had a, a nice game for himself on Monday night. Greg Joseph with three points. And then Patriots defense with 33 and a half points. That's crazy. That's your high score. Then and <laughs> there's Rondale Moore, who you had in your flex, who really has been a very good player this season. And a good flex play, honestly. Everybody would have thought so coming into this game. Uh, he played in the Monday night game against San Francisco. And yeah. the- so I or, yeah. I had him and Ayuk or whatever, however you say it. And I text Dylan like, dude, both my guys are going off for 30. Like it's, you know, it could happen, right? Yeah. First play of the game. I'm watching. They hand, they hand it off. To Rondell Moore, he yep. loses five yards or six yards and gets hurt. Does not play yeah. another down. Something, I think he pulled his groin or something, but literally worst case scenario, he gets negative points and then gets injured and comes out of the game. So no more potential to score any more points. So he literally ended the game with minus a half a point, which is crazy. And Colin, what, what were you saying? Somebody... So- I was like looking up to see if he was hurt. Right. And I found this like text exchange. Uh, some dude texted his friend, like, hey, I'm up by, you know, 0.3 points and his team is done scoring, but I have Rondell Moore. Should I start him or bench him? And the, the guy responded, like, well, yeah, dude, just start him. You know, you're more likely to have a stat correction than negative points. Right. So then he ended up losing. That, that would be brutal. That would be terrible. Um, the thing is, the debate is like, okay, if you're winning and your opponent has no one else left to play and you have one player left to play, do you put that player in and potentially get negative have. points? The argument 
it would is like kind of weak but in my opinion what you really should be considering like the tiebreakers at the end of the season um after like the direct you know head-to-head tiebreaker if you beat them or not it goes to points the most points you have so you're gonna want your starting lineup to score as many points as possible you want to have the most points for basically i i wouldn't even consider benching i'd be like i'm just gonna go out there and no i would have never make it 20 more points never it's just funny it would be kind of a funny like flex on your opponent to take a player out and still like have beat them never would i have done it in a strategic way thinking like oh yeah i can't risk getting negative points that's insane dude that sucks but it lost people weeks so that is it's crazy and you still got cooper cup on your bench you know, I just haven't figured it out yet, Nick. <laughs> Maybe I'll do something with waivers. But yeah, look. At, yeah, good my, luck with that. My bench is pretty scary looking. All right, next next matchup we do Thomas versus Shuey. Uh, Thomas, one hundred and twenty one points. Shuey is one twenty five. So I think this was the closest was, matchup. Oh yeah, of the week. Probably one of Thomas's best. Games of the year so far, 121 points, uh, but not enough to defeat Chewy. Thomas had Jared Goff with 6.9 points, Austin Eckler with 19.9 points, Cordero Patterson with 12, Debo Samuel with 22.5, Curtis Samuel with 10, Zeke with 19, Kareem Hunt with 8, Bengals defense with 15.5. And Cairo Santos was seven. He just struggled with quarterbacks the whole. He can. Yeah, Matthew Stafford get a had 18 points on his bench. That's Matthew <laughs> yeah, Stafford's that probably his like, best game yeah. of the season. Melvin Gordon had 12 points before he got waived. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know he fumbles, but everything, well, like a lot of. He fumbles on the goal line. Yeah. And that's even worse. He's fumbled like three times on the goal line this season alone. Yeah, I it's guess. crazy. I can't believe Zeke had 19 points and what's-his-name had 40. I mean, I guess they yeah. beat the shit out of him, but... they had Their offense was on the field the whole game. And Zeke was getting a bunch of runs. I think he got a touchdown, too. If, uh, if Thomas couldn't find a quarterback, he'd be He would right. be decent, maybe. At this point, it's too late. Right. Well, I'm. I mean, not really. Look, he he doesn't want to lose. Losers yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. You still want to build a team here, buddy boy. Dude, I, yeah. I don't know if I would keep rocking with Jared Goff, Tom. Looking at Chewy's side, uh, not a great week for Chewy, but enough to get it done. Dak Prescott, twenty-four points. Najee Harris, twenty-nine and a half. I think that's his best performance of the year. Damian Pierce, four and a half. Mike Williams two and a half before he got hurt. That's disappointing for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd be so game. pumped. He's in. Right. And he made a great catch. Toe tap on the sideline. I don't know if you saw it. Like I did. Really good body control. It was a nice catch. But tweaked that same ankle he's been dealing with. And yeah, he's now he's back out again. Chris Olave, 24 and a half points. Deontay Johnson, six points. He's not looking good. I think George Pickens is taken the job there, the number one receiver job there. Unfortunately, Pickens was on Shuey's bench, 
with 18 points. I've, I've been saying that the whole year. Dude, I wa- I actually did watch that game. Yeah. They're picket. The quarterback looked like trash, but he is so good. Pickens is Pick- good. Pickens, Pickens is good. Yeah. Um, Elijah Mitchell, eight. I'm sorry, 6.8 points. Saints defense, 12. Daniel Carlson, 14 points. And he left 14 points at Kittle with 24 and Pickens with 18 on the bench. Doesn't matter anyways. Gets done against Didn't matter. Thomas. The last matchup was myself versus Lucas. Lucas had 151. I had 110. So we can go over good job, Lucas. first. Yep. Good job, Lucas. Justin Fields got me 24 points. Uh, like I said, he came out of the game banged up with some sort of shoulder injury. Hopefully it's nothing because that would be depressing. But it, it's it's his non-throwing shoulder, and it's not like that would matter anyways. He doesn't throw much. He's just in there to run and score touchdowns. So if he plays, I could still play him, but I'm scared. Brian Robinson had – uh, seven points. Saquon Barkley had seven points against Detroit. Good trade. Unreal, dude. Great trade. <laughs> against Detroit. Right. And the, they, the whole game was out, the whole game was out of whack. Yeah. They had people yeah. that like didn't even ball before scored touchdowns. I think two backup running backs. Yeah. The Giants scored touchdowns. And also Detroit's offense looked really good. Somehow their running backs were doing amazing and Jared Goff still was doing terrible. Um, they scored 31 points in the game. The Giants scored 18 points in the game. They scored three touchdowns. And Graham Gano missed two extra points. And they didn't even give him the attempt for the third one. <laughs> and they didn't give him any field goal attempt. So he ended up with zero points. That was my first zero point. Um, my second was Kadarius Tony. They had zero points between both of them. That's um, and that that was one of those pro- promising waiver dudes. Pick them up, hearing good yeah, things. Yeah, I was excited so, about man. him. Justin Jefferson, six points. I mean, they played Dallas. Minnesota's offense was terrible. Dallas's defense is good. Like, I guess I can rationalize them having six points. AJ Brown had eight and a half points. Not good. Indianapolis has a good defense and good defensive backs. So I wasn't expecting a huge matchup from him, but disappointing Saquon Justin Jefferson AJ Brown all single digit performances who not good. who would have thought yeah and then on top of that two zero point performances by starters not fucking good somehow I had the top performer on the week Tony Pollard 41.9 points and I got demolished embarrassed it's just one yeah it's one <laughs> I mean basically everyone sucked Except for Pollard and Fields. Uh, Eagles defense had 14 points. They had 14.8, which is exactly what they projected. Pretty crazy. Okay, computer. Um, I left. Star of this matchup is Luke's kicker, by the way. Yes. 23 points for Tyler Bass. Incredible game for him. I, I just want to say I left Michael Pittman with 13 and a half, and I left Josh Palmer with uh, 34 points on my bench. So I could have won myself this game had I put the right people in. That's what's most disappointing. I just don't see 
I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you could put someone in for Tony. I mean, you can't expect he's going to get hurt. Well, I could have played... had all the other receivers coming right, back. Right, right. I was debating putting Pittman in over Kadarius Tony. I don't like playing receivers against Philly. Typically, Dude, no, their defense is good. That's yeah. why I start them. They don't give out touchdowns. So on paper, it made sense, but obviously, just yeah, not 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 good. Um, Lucas, on the other hand, had a really nice day for himself. Go he, had, he had two single-digit performances, one by James Robinson, who had less than two points, and one by TJ Hawkinson, who had eight and a half points, which is pretty respectable. It wouldn't be Luke if he didn't have a couple guys barely scoring. Right, but that being said, the <laughs> rest else. of his team went off. I don't know, 151 might be his highest score on the season. Joe Burrow had... 32 and a half points. Derrick Henry had 29 points. And I should have known after Thursday night it was going to be a rough week for me. Yeah. Because that's always how it goes. Um, Keenan Allen had 11, almost 12 points. So, you know, a fine performance for him on his first week back. Brandon Cooks with 10 points. Mark Andrews with 12 points. Jets defense, 22 and a half points. That was a great game for them. And then Tyler Bass with 23 points. So not much else I can say other than great week. Great job, Lucas. That's got to feel good. You played who you had to play. Yep. Yep. So that's that. Um, That takes us through the box scores for the week. We did do pod picks last week, and they were competitive. So we should actually... Take a look at them real quick. In myself first, Lucas, I picked myself and you picked Luke. So Woo. brilliant pick by you. Um, in Tyler versus Ungi, you picked Tyler, I picked Ungi. So brilliant pick by you. In Mike versus Blake, you picked Mike and I picked Blake. Brilliant pick by me. Yeah. In Matt versus Tom Roth. You picked Matt, and I picked Tom Roth. Brilliant pick by you. Colin versus Dylan. Uh, you picked Colin, and I picked Dylan. Brilliant pick by me. And then in Thomas versus Josh, you picked Thomas. I picked Josh. Brilliant pick by me. So I think we went three for three and yeah, three. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good, actually. Um, Yeah. Competitive, considering we didn't, uh, we didn't agree on there was any no... of those. That's <laughs> we, we which went is 50, crazy. 50. Yeah. So you like to see that. Um. Now I think the time we've probably all been waiting for, the updated standings and the updated boom, boom, boom. records. Okay, <laughs> let's take a peek here. Like I said at the top of the show, Tyler is still nine and two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tyler is still on a winning streak. You he mean is, Twisty T? Nine and two. Twisty yes. T. Yes. Excuse me. Tyler, the Twister, is nine and two. He is he uh, twist. still a lock for the playoffs at 100%. Right after him is Matt. He is now solely in possession of the second place position. In the standings, he is eight and three. 
He has not quite locked the playoffs, but uh, pretty damn close. He's 99%. Pretty much. And I'm, yep. I would say, like, yeah, pretty Dude, much. This is what happened last time. Once it gets to, like, remember Tyler was showing at 99, and then, like, Thursday came and he went to 100? Right. Yes. I don't know if Matt will go to 100. Um, I don't know how it works. I'm sure, uh, yeah. If he does hit 100, we will let you guys know as soon as it happens. Um, I am at in I am tied for third and fourth, I guess, with Dylan. We are both seven and four. Uh, right behind us are Shuey and Colin. They are tied at six and five. Right behind them are Blake and Ungi, tied at five and six. Then there's Mike at four and seven. Still hanging on. There's a small chance, 8% chance that Mike makes the playoffs still. Yeah, what a big uh, matchup because Blake's probably in, what, the 30s? Blake moved up. He is at 28% now. Big win. Yes, big win for him. Uh, Lucas and Tom Roth are tied at 3-8. and eight. Oh, and Thomas is also tied at three and eight with those guys. So all the three guys at the bottom are at three and eight right now. I I don't know if you're seeing the same thing, but I think we have our first official playoff knockout. It's given us a zero percent chance for Thomas to make the playoffs. So he must have got beat by Lucas and Tom Roth because I feel like that's the only way they could exclude Thomas and still leave Tom Roth and Lucas. Dude, that, with Dylan's got to be feeling like. No wonder his name's Cash only. What a big dick win. Now he's tied for third, 95% chance to get in. Dylan's, yeah, Dylan moved. I mean, he was never, like, down low. I know, but still. But he just, I would almost say Dylan, like, planted himself in the playoffs with that win. Yep. That was big. Chewie's got to be feeling good, too. Same with Blake. I mean, yeah, good wins. Yeah. You want to be trending up. Me and you are both trending down right now. I'm so down, Nick. I don't. I don't even know if I'm gonna have a start. I mean, we're not. Tre- we're not on the same level. I, I. But we are both trending down with losses. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I, you just had an awful week. It's like I don't have a starting lineup. But waivers tonight. Huge. Get some pieces. We're gonna rebuild again. Huge waivers. Huge. I, like I said, I'm planning on claiming a kicker potentially. I have a prime spot in waivers uh, right now. Yeah, I think this what? is going to be my best waiver spot. Yeah. What can you go over that? Do you have that with the waiver order? Sure. Let me pull that up real quick here. Um, waiver order for this week. Pro, uh, the first. Position is Thomas. Second position is Tom Roth. Oh, maybe I. I don't actually have a prime position. I'm just kidding. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Even was, though Nick, I know I you think lost, I, I think I saw it before. You're still in like third place. No, I did. I was. I had like the second spot, but that was before they reset with this week's standings. So, it is Thomas, Tom Roth, Luke, Mike. Zach, Blake, Colin, Shuey, Dylan, Nick, Matt, and Tyler. So, I was mistaken. I apologize for the mistake. 
I do want to touch on points four. Um, we usually talk about this, but just because we were talking about that Rondell Moore thing and how tiebreaker at the end of the season is points four. So it's beneficial to just get as many points as you can, whether you're going to beat your opponent or not. Um, right. I am leading points four even after this this piss poor week of mine with 1,609 points. Um, Dylan is right behind me. 1,563. He just took over Tyler who has 1,562. Colin, you're only 30 points behind Tyler. 1,532. And five points or four points, I should say, behind you is Matt. 1,528 points. Um, Shuey's right after that with 1,516. Then we have a group of three guys who have, who are in the one, who are in the 1,400 range, Blake, Zach, and Mike. And then we have uh, Lucas in the 1,300s. And the two guys in the 1,200 ranges are the two Toms. Bad year so, to be a Tom. It's tough here to be a Tom. Let's look at points against, which is also a very telling statistic. Currently, the most points against goes to Ungi. 1,672 wow. points. Ungi is getting crushed. He has almost He's 150 points more <laughs> than the next highest person who is calling at 1,513. That's insane. We He's bring got out the best. Ungi, yeah, but you're actually close. Like Blake is right behind you at 1,510. It's only three points. Who knew Ungi's been getting abused? Ungi's been time. getting <laughs> abused. Ungi treatment. He his points for really not that bad. He's middle of the road points for, but he's getting beat up with the points against. Um, after Blake is Shuey, uh, 1,491. Then me, 1,491. Then Mike. Then Lucas. Then Matt. Then Tom Roth. Then Tyler, who's taking advantage. Ah. I mean, he's making it work for himself. Then it doesn't. Thomas, I bet he, he doesn't matter. He just scores good. Well, no, but I mean, yeah. It it the only if he did happen to have a bad week. This would say like his opponents are more than likely not having a great week themselves. That's just a broad strokes take on that. Thomas um, is not taking advantage of his low points against. Dylan is certainly taking advantage of his low points against. He has the lowest points against right now, 1,365. I was happy to contribute to that. Yeah, so... Let's take a look at the the uh, streaks that are going on right now. Tyler, nine game win streak. Impressive. That is like that's that's tough to do. Shuey, three game win streak. Dylan, two game win streak. So all those guys are trending up. Blake, one game win streak. Matt, one game win streak. Lucas, fuck you, Lucas. One game win streak. All those guys are trending up. Uh, one game lo- losing streak. Me. Zach and Mike 
And then two game losing streaks, Colin, Thomas, and Tom Roth. So Colin, unfortunately, you are being yep. lumped with the two Toms. That I mean, not, that's fitting. I mean, it's only a two game losing streak, so it's not a big deal, but it's just funny that you're yeah. <laughs> did you say uh Chewy? Uh yes, Chewy is on a three game win streak. Right. He's he's sneaking up. He is trending keep, up. Keep a fucking eye on that guy. Um, let's see here. Let's look at moves. Tyler has 34 moves. I have 32 moves. Blake has 28. Matt has 28. Lucas has 28. Colin has 20. Thomas has 12. Mike has 11. Shuey has nine. Uh, Tom Roth has eight. Ungi has five. And Dylan has four. Dylan, that, I'm telling you, he went into the he drafted. He has yeah. to have drafted the best team. Yeah, he he went into like some serious studying or something, because these guys are all long. T- or he just is not here with injuries. I don't know, but that's, that's crazy. Yeah, maybe that too. Maybe that too. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, yeah, that that's that. I mean, I don't know though. We've been talking about Dylan's team the whole time. All right, that's I'm it's, saying, it's like from day draft. one, he looked like right. he had a good team. Some of his players, like DJ Moore, that just like didn't pan out. And he had still... Kyle Pitts too, I think. So a couple interesting. Big, big the top ups. movers, though. A lot of those top movers are ranked pretty high. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think that's about. We're getting towards the end here. Uh, just a reminder: this week is Thanksgiving. Obviously, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, but Thursday there are three games Thursday night. I can't wait. So be sure to double check your lineups. There are no buys this week. Actually, there will be another six teams on buy next week, though, which is not good. Going to be another tough one next week, but. This week, because of Thanksgiving, every team is playing, so there are no buys. So that should be good. We should have a nice competitive week, high-scoring week, hopefully, with all of our players available, all those that aren't injured, I should say, available. So that's exciting. It's going to be sweet watching football Thanksgiving. Yeah. So here we got Buffalo, Detroit. Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. I think it's Buffalo, uh, Detroit, Minnesota, New England, and I don't know who else. Do you say the Giants? No. Giants played Dallas. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, Dallas. That's a good game, too. Yeah, sweet. That's a big game for me. I have Tony Pollard and Saquon. So, my running backs in that one. Dude, I like all this Thursday action because sometimes I'm – get your lineup together and you're just so impatient. It's like, I want to see these guys fucking play. Half of our – Games are going to be played after Thursday. So we'll maybe we can get a nice Friday pot in, get like a little halftime. Yeah. Show. Oh, yeah. Midway Might through. Cool. All right. Anything else you want to touch on? No. But I do think um, you remember how we were talking about should the Browns get a dome? Yeah. Retractable roof is a compromise. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, domes in the 21st century. We'll have some sort, some sort of like open. It was pretty cool watching them in the dome. Open. 
Because I was actually like thinking about it. I don't know. It would be nice to be able to open on a nice day and close it for shit weather. I thought that would be cool. But I mean, it's, it, it's like coming why... up. I mean, I think I think it. They're uh, they're looking at locations. Twenty eight. They're looking at locations to build the yeah. new one. Did dude? Did you see someone vandalize the stadium? No. What they do? Some just I saw it on the news. Uh, someone broke in and stole a golf cart. I think it was Tom Brady, personally. What? And, and just like yeah, and drove around, and there's like a bunch of big ruts, and the field's like ruined. What? Not ruined, but the people they're saying like it's under repair. Yeah, I didn't know that. You meant the people field field. Yeah, I thought you meant like the first stadium. energy. No. I thought you meant the stadium, not like the actual yeah. grass. Oh, what a fucking dick! Yeah. Great. So we're gonna have another fucking game moved. No, I I don't think it's that bad. They said they can repair it, but. That's crazy. I don't know. I just read it. Dude, you know what I just watched? And I know this might be late to the game because it's been out for a while. The Manti Teo documentary. Do you watch that? No. Is that when he was like imaginary girlfriend? Yeah. You remember all that, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I remember reading it like, dude, are you kidding me? You're like a stud. Dude, you should watch the documentary. It's like What's a two it on? part. I think Netflix. I would watch that. It, It's crazy, dude. He got catfished, right? He got catfished, like, probably the most notorious catfish ever. Did he really believe it, or was he lying? Yeah. No, I think he believed it. I don't even think it's a question. I think it's, like, pretty much, like, yeah. He believed it. It's all out. Like, they they interviewed the person that catfished him. Like, it's, like, the person that catfished him and him telling the story the whole time. Not together, but like they split their story, you know, like they interlace. What, who, what's the person that catfished him look like? Is it a dude? It's a dude. Like, and he thought it was some like hot chick. Yeah. I mean, he used like pictures from someone else, like a girl, <laughs> you know? That is. The story, you got to watch it. It's like literally nuts. I couldn't believe it. Like, I heard of it and I, I knew about it. And like, I, you know. And so, like, how does that happen to him? Like, he what are you doing? It was like, I mean, we all kind of like when the internet, I mean, not when the internet was first, but like back in the day, like he went to college, he's from Hawaii. So he was like Hawaii. having a long distance relationship, you know, like over the phone and like over Facebook, basically. Yeah. But I just like, thought, dude, he's, I thought he'd be banging. Was that when he was at oh, Notre yeah. Dame? Yes, that was when he was at. Yeah, it's like, day. what do you mean you're talking to some mystery chicken? Well, that's what you would think. That's eventually I started thinking too. Like, dude, he was been talking to this girl. And they were basically dating like his sophomore through senior year. So he was like just not banging any other girls that whole time. I mean, maybe that's a part of the story left out. He's like, yeah, I was pretty convinced I had a girlfriend, but I was cheating on cheating her. on her the him, whole the big Samoan dude. <laughs> So weird, but dude, you should watch it. It was crazy. I will. Friendsgiving. Just have it on at Friendsgiving. No, I'm just saying. Yep. Friendsgiving tomorrow. Yep. Getting ready. How's your green bean casserole coming? Um, I'm about to go to the grocery store right now. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be Is it uh the tried and true recipe or do you have like are you trying out another new one? No. No. I Back did that once. Yeah. Never again. You gotta go with what you know. Yeah, for sure. I didn't want to say anything, but like I want Colin's original. Yeah. 
You it's, know? When, it's, it's like when I'm trying to do too much with my lineup. Don't fix it. <laughs> don't know? tinker too much. Right. Yeah. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. Like, <laughs> don't sell off Saquon Barkley. Uh, yeah, I'm just seven kidding. points. Whatever. When it's hurt. Hey, um, you know what? We might have some trade talks going on. I remember I made a pretty good trade with Lucas last year. Dude, I offered Shuey a trade that may or may not have included Saquon Barkley. Fine. He denied it. Just so you know, Shuey laughed in my face. Actually, Nick, he just you... said negative. LOL. <laughs> are you? I think you're out on the trading block more than I know. Uh, offering trades. I offer trades every single week. Every Tuesday, I offer. Okay, so then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? We made our trade call, and I got the guy I wanted from you, and I moved on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I only I only made one trade offer this week, and it was to Shuey, and he denied me immediately. So, yeah, you know, that's mm-hmm. fine. Most of the trades, you're going to get denied. It's as simple as right. that. People don't want to trade their players. Sticks. People don't want to trade their players, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in theory, I- you do. But then you, people get nervous to pull the trigger. So yeah, I just think, that, yeah, I get it. But it's like oh, I get it not. too. Trust me, yeah. Especially if you're not the one. I, I like maybe I maybe it's different for me because I like to propose trades like a lot. But I feel like if you're not the one that proposes them. Well, you immediately like like get it pulled up and you're like, how is he fucking me here? Why right. Is he yeah. Like, this? why is he doing this? So it's like, yeah. you're already, if you're proposing the trade, you're already like behind the wheel. You know, it, you know do you th- is it, ball. is it possible to over trade or do you think it's going to oh, yeah. over, over trade propose? I'm saying trade too many. No, propose, too, propose many. too many. Yeah. Does it yeah. I mean, if I, I would say maybe if I proposed a bunch of shit trades, but, I mean, that's I what I mean. I don't know I what you're proposing, but what, you know, I mean, Shuey even said Shuey even said this wasn't a bat. Like most of the trades, I like even like Dylan the other day. Oh yeah, he them, almost took it. Good I thing w- he didn't. He smoked me. Yeah, I will say like you know, not, obviously, not every trade's gonna look like completely even or whatever. And you know, if you see it and it doesn't look even for you, I can respect the fact that you're not gonna make the trade. That's that's fine. But I will say like I try to make the trades relatively even to the point where it's going to be at least enticing for you to think about. It's not going to be like, I'm trying, I'm not trying to fool you. Like, Oh, hopefully he doesn't look at it. He just, well, and, it, and it's or, right there. It's like, yeah, do you it's like right it there not? in front of you. So it's like, not a scam. It should look somewhat enticing to you. That's the whole point. I have, I have a whole trade package. Trade. You, you have a package going right now. I have a whole trade package, but I like to talk in person, but what's the package is the same. Well, for everybody? Can... No, I got a, it's, I got a couple teams on my radar, Nick. Watch so out. what do you like? You're like Geico. You just you can yeah. make it personalized to anybody. Personalize the package. Has Od- have you heard any news with Odell? He's, I no, he I just heard that he's debating. I think you even said this between the Giants and the Cowboys. I think were the two teams I heard. And I cannot I see him going to the Giants. I think he's going to go to the Cowboys. I, he's he's going to want to go to a playoff team for sure. I think he could play. I think he's cleared medically. Excuse me to play like immediately. He is. Um, he's, I think he's shopping. Yeah, he is. He's shopping. He wants to go to a team that's competing for a Super Bowl. But most of the teams competing for a Super Bowl don't need to pull in 
uh, a wide receiver who's going to think he's a number one and like, you know, come in with that type of energy and maybe potentially mess up the locker room. Who knows? Which I feel Dallas like is perfect because they fucking love the drama. They, love, they on it. Yeah, he feeds off that shit. So I could totally see him going there. Plus, they'll they'll be willing to pay him. Plus, it's not cold. Plus, it's another you know big flashy big team market. Yep. He'll love Imagine it. how good he'll look with that tinted visor on with the fucking blue Whoa, star. And stuff. You got a thing for Odell? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying like that's what he yeah, always wears. It, yeah. It's like I can see him. I can picture him in a Dallas uniform. You know, for sure. And they've always had dudes like that. But yeah, they yeah. always bring polarizing. Yep. Flashy. Yeah. They want that. Yeah. Well, that'd be good for we'll me. See what happens. Oh, I, right. I think it's a good stash. That's why calling the must stash for near. You must stash somebody going into the playoffs. Here. Okay. So um, we didn't talk about waiver people, which I'm glad about because this is going to be a good week. There's a couple guys in there I'm really looking at. Yeah, we had a full episode. We didn't get to like any potential waiver claims. I was going to do maybe a short waiver Wednesday pod tomorrow. We should do that. What happened in waivers? You got to. And what injuries we're dealing with and and whatnot. Maybe. We we should do a live pod. Live from Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I forgot it was tomorrow. Yeah. It's just a bunch of noise. Yeah. Um, Actually, I'm getting off here. I'm going to buy Green Bean Castle. All right. For Green Bean, calling the mustache for here. I am Commissioner Humphreys. Have a great night. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.